Hello. Hi. Welcome, Kevin. Welcome. We've survived another week. We're here podcasting again. Yes. It's still, Hooray. the world is still here somehow. Let's enjoy it while it lasts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Just for anybody listening to this, we are recording this on November 5th, 2020. Yes. Um, so we do have a teeny tidbit of news. We are on Apple Podcasts now. We you might are. even be listening to us there. It's true. But if you're not listening to us there, you could if you wanted to. Uh, mm-hmm. Yes, so you can just search Fiber Coven in the Apple Podcasts app, and we will definitely come up. Uh, we also have the link to the Apple Podcast page on our uh, Instagram link tree. You can also find it from our website, FiberCoven.com. There's a little button like listen to this podcast on Apple Podcasts. And yeah, and it is super helpful to us, especially in this is the first week we're on Apple Podcasts. If you would like to subscribe and maybe write us a review if you've been listening or if you're a member of our Patreon, that will help uh, our podcast get shown to more people who listen to Crafts Podcast because they could put it on their like upcoming and new list. And that would be super helpful for us. So we would appreciate it if you could do that thing. Yes, please. Please, please. And in case you were wondering, these two voices coming at you, I'm Lauren from Valkyrie Fibers. Yes, and I am Emily from Kitty with a Cupcake. Together, we are the High Priestesses of the Fiber Coven. Indeed. Hooray! Well, that was our one bit of really exciting news. We can jump on over to Finished Objects. Have you finished anything this week? No. (laughs) I finished some things. You can see right here. I finished my ripple bralette. I guess I finished my socks since we last recorded. It's beautiful. I was just showing my boobs to the camera. There was a very nice dance. Mm -hmm. Yes. I finished the ripple bralette by uh, Jessie Made Designs, and it was a really good pattern. Uh, It was really well thought out, and I am already planning on making more. Yeah, it's it's a super fun knit if you haven't done it before. I have also knit one of these. And if you're looking for something to do with a skein of sock yarn and you don't want to make socks, make a bra. It's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's pretty customizable too. Um, I feel really cute in it. The design is super duper inclusive. I have seen this look good on everybody. It looks I've... good on everyone. Yeah, whether you have boobs or don't. Like it's it's a really good pattern. I am. I want to immediately cast on another one. And I have a skein of yarn that I was thinking about. Well, that the intended recipient chose. I like it. It's very very mermaid-y. And I knew she would pick it because she's very much a mermaid witch. Um, Yeah. It's also a nice pattern because it works really well with variegated yarns, which isn't true of all patterns. But the the one you made is highly mm -hmm. variegated. The one I made was super... Uh, speckle variegated and they both look really fun i think the ribbing helps make the variegation play nice Mm -hmm, for sure yeah and this skein of highly variegated mermaid yarn that i have here it's singles so i think that'll be a good thing for a bralette even though it's super wash merino you could technically make socks out of it or like more i don't think so yeah so i think a more easy wearing garment and like a one skein project it'll be really soft on your bibbies yeah yeah, and the intended recipient, I'm very excited to like see it on her. Hopefully we'll get things figured out soon. 
Yours is and very pumpkin spice boobs. It is. The yarn I used is serendipitous wool on her merino cashmere nylon base in the nasturtiums colorway. It's definitely very pumpkin-y with hints of like a really light greeny mint. And it's super soft and cushy and I love it. I've worn it like under, like as a bralette underneath my clothes and it's very comfy for days when you don't need actual support which is every day which when you have no boobs like me <laughs> also <laughs> when you're in quarantine and you don't see people yeah yeah i'm definitely a member of the itty bitty titty committee so anytime i'm not actively exercising i don't need to wear a bra which is nice um but it also looks cute over things like i'm it wearing does. a yeah. black t-shirt today and it, it makes me feel like i've got a like 90s vibe going on Mm-hmm. Like I could be an extra in one of like the teenage club scenes in a Buffy episode. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But I also finished my last, I finished it uh, pretty much pretty quickly after we, re- we recorded last week. My Thorin socks. Cute. I have them here on sock blockers. This is my last Socktober knit. I did the Thorin pattern, which is free on Ravelry. I don't know if it's on any other options, but I used knit picks, stroll tweed in the reindeer heather colorway with some hedgehog fibers for the contrast heel which is very very contrasty it's like neon cool and i i tried them on they're for my partner and he's got really weird shaped feet and they fit him which is great i'm excited i like them finished objects and you said you finished um, i finished my halloween socks i realized that i had i had like just a little bit to go last time we recorded so they weren't actually Mm -hmm. done but i did finish them they're in the other room i won't grab them you've seen them they're done uh if you'd like to see a finished picture of them my instagram kitty with a cupcake has a finished picture of them on my feet by some pumpkins which is very cute and i got to wear i finished weaving in the ends on actual halloween and then i wore them for the rest of the day on actual halloween and it was very festive and nice and i also wore them to be an election officer on tuesday because they make me happy and i needed some extra happy things for sure Mm -hmm. i'm glad you made it through your day yes i'm here hello officer (laughs) (laughs) oh man so Let's talk about some whips. Whips, whips, whips. What you got for me, Emily? I got a couple things. Um, So speaking of being an elections officer, I started new socks to work upon uh, in downtime there because I had no idea what I was going to be doing before I got there. So I started this sock cuff uh, like a couple days before and I was just done with the cuff and then I did the rest of this while being an election officer. That's a really cute colorway. It's very um thank you. Robin's egg blue. Or it's like a Robin's egg blue stripe and t- or like maybe a Tiffany blue stripe with lots of different gray tones. Mm-hmm. It definitely yeah, seems kind like of brown too. There's like brown and gray uh, in mm-hmm. person. And it is nitpicks Felici. Uh, I forgot the name of this color, but I do have this ball here. They don't put, oh, chickadee. The name is chickadee. Chickadee. Mm-hmm. Very fitting. Yes. So these are for my father-in-law. So they are a 72-stitch sock, and I have finished the leg, and I have finished the heel flap, and I'm about to start the heel turn. So it looks like you're doing a little contrast heel. Yes, I'm doing a little contrast heel, and this uh, contrast color is actually stroll, uh, and it's some leftovers from a hat I knit eight billion years ago 
And I think the colorway is called shale, but it's just some random stroll tonal. Nice. And um, tell me about the patterning. You've got a little slip stitch patterning going on there on the heel. Yes, this is my standard heel that is uh, on the Fiber Coven Patreon in my vanilla sock recipe. And I do a slip stitch heel, which makes kind of like a ribbed texture, uh, Mm -hmm. which gives the heel extra durability because of all the slips in the back. And it just looks nice. Uh, Have you ever done the Eye of Partridge heel, which is pretty similar? Yes, I have. That's what I do. That's what I did on my... um... Thorin socks here. You can kind of see, well, I did a fish lips kiss heel. I did the eye of partridge patterning on mm-hmm. the part um, that would Which wear. Which is basically just the, it's broken slip stitch. Yeah. It's alternating slip stitch instead of lines of sli- slip stitch. They mm-hmm. both achieve the same goal, which is reinforcing your heel with slip stitches. It makes the fabric a little less stretchy and it puts that strand along the wrong side to give it a little more to wear through. Mm-hmm. But it's just aesthetic whether you want it to look alternating or in pretty little rows like Emily's. Yeah. I, uh, I, the one I do most frequently is the one in the rows. Uh, I think because it's really easy to see which one you're supposed to do. And the eye of partridge is also pretty easy to see, but it's a little bit harder to tell what, which one you're supposed to be doing. So I concur. So those are my socks. I cast on a pair of socks too. What are your socks? So you promise you'll be really surprised when you receive these later yes (laughs) (laughs) i'm making you some festive oh my god they're so big already (laughs) wow that's like a whole ass sock it is it's most of a sock because i only had about uh, just under 40 grams left of this west yorkshire spinners holiday um I'm so excited. They're going to be my most Christmassy socks and I'm super pumped for it. Yeah. This doesn't have the colorway name on it, but it's definitely one of the uh, past year's West Yorkshire Spitters holiday colorways. Um, I love that they do different stuff every year. It's not like half the time it's really Christmassy and half the time it's not. Mm -hmm. I like it. And I really like West Yorkshire Spinners. They're one of my favorite commercial sock yarn brands. I need to try it. I've never tried it. Maybe uh, after I test out wearing these, I'll need to knit with some. Mm-hmm. I like it. I want to say there's BFL content. Oh, no, just wool nylon. But probably but, not merino. But probably not merino. I think I just wanted to say BFL because it's a British brand. But um, yeah, I think I just channeled a lot of my like pre-election anxiety into cranking out a sock real quick. And it, it feels good too because like I no longer really celebrate Christmas and I had this yarn sitting in my stash. Um, and I wanted to make it into socks for my friends that do Christmas. I'm so excited. It's so, so cute. I'm going to wear so it. So yeah, so I got some jammies and be so festive. Yeah, I like it too because like even though I don't celebrate Christmas anymore, I really like the look of like the pine, like the Yule decorations. They're all like pine and berries, which is nice. It's not that's not necessarily a Christmas thing. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas in fact stole those from you. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, you prepare to hear all about my my thoughts about that as the season yeah, approaches, get excited. But yes <laughs> but no like okay i'm gonna say it now <laughs> and i promise i will not say it again this year christmas trees are expressly forbidden in the bible look it up jeremiah chapter 10 or 11 i want to say so think about that everybody boys and girls eyebrow wiggles <laughs> but anyway this i'm using uh some more west yorkshire spinners in their solid red colorway 
for the heel, toe, and cuff because I, I only had like 40 grams of the regular colorway. But the rest, it's all these little green and white checkers and then solid stripes of diff two different shades of red and two different shades of green. I've got my little heel placement, afterthought heel placement in there so you can see that they're not going to be terribly long socks. But they're going to be like about the length of the Hocus Pocus ones that I did for us. Half, mm -hmm. half heel, not shorty, but like a half, half leg. Mm-hmm. Which is nice. Yeah. They could stick out of the top of little short boots, mm -hmm. maybe. But I'm going to do an extra, I'm going to do like two inches of ribbing at the top of the heel to give, or top of the cuff to give them a little extra length. I'm so excited. Yeah. I'm excited too. They're, they're fun. This morning, Chad asked me if it's Christmas now. And I was like, yeah, it can be Christmas now. We're in quarantine. Halloween's over. Let's just do it up. Christmas, yeah, two months. This, it's fine. This <laughs> year is pretty bananas. I definitely was on my run this morning and I saw some inflatable Christmas displays. And I was like, what? Mm -hmm. Like, I respect everybody's right to do what they want with their own property and decor. And 2020 is a weird year. But like, That's after Thanksgiving. That's what we do for like our outside decor, but we'll probably watch like some movies and stuff before it's after Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, for sure. Also, the, Nightmare Before Christmas, you can watch through the whole yeah. the whole situation. It's, it's I watch Nightmare through Christmas pretty much as soon as I start feeling cold in the year. Like as soon as the wet, like my first time I feel cold in the summer all the way through the end of the year. I love it. For sure. Do you have any other whips? I do have another whip. Uh, so remember, I'm doing that spin cycle yarns uh, cowl pattern mm -hmm. that is a companion to Foul Temptress, and this is the second one. Ooh, that is much more solid. Yes, yeah. So the lace pattern on this one is a bit more complicated, as you can see. Uh, the other one is just kind of like some eyelets in between garter going on. Uh, I like it. So I'm using the more solid skein for this one. It ha it's it does. Pretty. It's hard to see in the video, but it does have. Yeah, I mean you can kind of see it has very light changes in color, but it is it mostly is red. There's no other color keeping mm -hmm. in there. Uh, so yeah, I only have two more rows of the uh, flat section, and then joining it in the round. And then it'll be all done. And I am going to try very hard to get the test net up uh, in like maybe over the weekend, maybe they're getting it next week. So keep your eyeballs peeled for that. Yay. Yay. It's very cute. Thanks. Are you liking working with the spin cycle? Yes. Yes, I am. Uh, this is my first time working with their worsted weight base, which is the dream state. And I think that I like the dream state a little bit better than the uh, dyed in the wool, which is the sport weight that I used for Foul Temptress, which is very fun. I, I did enjoy working with that one, but I think that the Dream State isn't as stiff mm. as the uh, dyed in the wool. The dyed in the wool is a very dense yarn. It feels dense, but the uh, Dream State is like a little bit more lofty. I think just because it's a worsted weight, it can have a little bit more air going on. I think it would make a really fun, like cozy pair of mittens or like a hat Ooh. or something with like the stripes going on. So yeah, I'm enjoying working with it. Fun. Mm -hmm. I have one more whip. I what cast something on as well. I started after... 
I started a garment because after Socktober was over, um, I, I felt the urge to get back into garments. So I'm using my Starry Night bag because I've been slowly picking at rewatching Doctor Who and I just rewatched Vincent and the Doctor the night I cast this on. So that's like my favorite one. It's probably the best Doctor Who episode of Modern Who. Mm-hmm. It's, it's definitely in the top five. But I like, do like the um, one that Weeping Angels are introduced in as well. Oh, yeah. Blink. Blink mm-hmm. was a great one. If you never want to sleep again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I cast on using the Essence of Autumn I got. And I have it in regular skein so you can see. So this is the Essence of Autumn that I got last week. It's a kind of like a creamy base with lots of uh, fun speckles. But I cast on the Nell Tunic. Ooh. It's by a Japanese designer whose name I'm totally blanking on. I think her first name is Ari, but I don't remember her last name. Cool. No, I've been looking at this pattern. I'm pretty sure it's Ari Shimizu. I'm not certain though. But I've got a little bit of a sweater. I've I've got the I've started the raglan increases on the sweater. So it starts, I really like this pattern. It's very, it's got um, cute little details there around the neckline. I don't know if you can see, but it uses some little like linen stitch stitches. Oh, yeah, I like that. To make for a little bit sturdier of a neckline. And it is knit flat at the moment because it's got this little V-neck thing going on. And it's got a little short row shaping around the back. But it's coming along really well. It's honestly a little like it's cute and I'm loving it, but it's the colorway is a little cheerful for me. I usually dress a little more like grungy gothy. You can <laughs> put a black to, but... shawl over it. It's fine. Yeah, that's. Let's be honest. I'm gonna wear this with black leggings. Mm-hmm. That'll be um, cute. But it's it's really it's really cheerful. The colorway is called Spring and Autumn, and I really I really like it. Every time I just come to a little speckled section, I'm like. Ooh, so this is an incredibly oversized tunic, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm just going to say right now that I did not do a gauge swatch because I'm bad, and I measured my gauge later, and it is off. Hi. Um, How much? So I knit, when I knit Continental, I knit very loose, so I always drop down at least one needle size when I'm doing anything, anything. So this pattern called for a size four. So I'm like, oh, that I picked my size. I'm like, I'll just drop down a needle size. But the gauge is 27 stitches over four inches, which is tiny. That's small for a four. That's very small in general for a garment. And I just kind of, this garment literally calls for double digits of inches of ease. So it's not a big deal. But I measured my gauge like last night when I had enough like knitting to do it on. And I'm definitely at like the 23 to 25 stitches per inch gauge. It's going to be a little bit. It's definitely going to be oversized. For four inches, right? Yes. I'm not worried because it's supposed to be oversized, but this is definitely going to be oversized. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting. (laughs) I'm definitely... uh, adventurous don't let it it grow too much when you block it no i will not be (laughs) wet blocking this not even a little bit this is definitely going to be like i'm going to think i'm going to steam it the first time and honestly it's super wash i might just tuck it in the dryer 
I do that with some things. I do that with my so faded sweater. I do that with lots of sweaters, but this yarn base from Essence of Autumn is really soft. I really enjoy it, but it's, it's looking pretty cute. I can like put it on like it is looking cute. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not incredibly oversized yet, Mm-mm. but we'll see. I don't, there's not a huge size difference between the smallest size and the second smallest size. And I'm, I'm doing the second smallest size. It's like 10 stitches. I looked at the stitch counts. So I'm like, that's not so much. So we'll, we'll see how it goes. This pattern has lots of um, good little details. Like there's essentially like a two stitch I-cord edging and that just is making the edge really That's nice cute. and neat. Yeah, it's, it's making me happy. I've been, um, last couple nights I've been watching Lord of the Rings and just knitting on this and that's been keeping me good and sane. Nice. We watched the sister act last night for a similar. Always a good one. Reason. Oh. Probably going to have to watch the second one tonight. <laughs> Back to rambling about Gage. Mm-hmm. This ripple bralette here was something else that I did not really bother ah, to check so my gauge on. I did on. that, and now my sister owns mine. <laughs> <laughs> so you you didn't check gauge, and I didn't it check out gauge, and it turned out way small. Because you have an incredibly, you're a very tight knitter. Yes. So actually, because I was lazy and I didn't want to check needle size, because this is a, a common thing with lots of knitting, the 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 ribbed like cuff or hem on this is knit on smaller needles than the main body of the work um, because my tension is dramatically different whether, depending on what hand I carry my yarn in. I, I can do both continental and um, flicking. Mm-hmm. She said showing the flicking motion on camera. So I, when I carry my yarn in my left hand, my gauge is incredibly loose and it's normal to tight when I use my right hand. So what I did is I did the whole thing on size twos and I used my tighter gauge right hand to do the uh, ribbing. And then I just switched to putting it in my looser left continental hand for the main body. That's crafty of you. Yeah, I thought so. I'm kind of nervous about doing the next ripple bralette for a friend for several reasons. Um, one, because let's put it this way, her, her proportions are more like the designers than my own. Um, mm-hmm. As we all know, Jessie May is a very voluptuous designer. Mm-hmm. So, and she doesn't live near me. And, you know, it's Corona. We probably shouldn't be seeing too many acquaintances. So it's going to be interesting to, um, to do it where, where like the, the ratio between the bust and the ribbing is going to be, there's going to be a lot of alterations I'm going to have to do in the second ripple bralette that I'm excited. Like it's an exciting challenge. So I'm definitely going to do a way smaller size for the ribbing. This is a weird suggestion I'm about to make. I wonder if you could blow up two balloons and give oh, yourself yeah. approximately the same bust measurement as her and then like stick them in there to see if you're like around the same like obviously it won't be as good as trying it on her but if it doesn't fit around the balloons you probably gotta do something that's definitely my plan i'm going to find a balloon or a balloon proxy Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. i think that's a good plan but i was spent like a ton of time looking at other people's projects seeing what they had to say on the topic um so i think i'm gonna try doing i'm gonna try and cast on for the size appropriate to the the rib cage measurement and then increase to the size appropriate for the bust measurement and I'm definitely going to put in bust darts sweet I think that'll be good too because like if you need more like coverage in the boob department that you don't necessarily want more in the back right right yeah hence the bust darts 
Yeah. Which I'm just going to do like a fish lips kiss heel. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to see how that turns out. I'm excited too. It should be good. Did you have any more whips now that I've rambled forever? No. (laughs) All righty then. (laughs) Did you acquire anything this week? I did acquire something and it's part of why I don't have whips. So (laughs) I am, I have two commissions that are large that have really tight deadlines coming up coven. So that means my projects are going to be weird. I'm going to probably talk about my socks and that's all you're going to get to hear about because I have commissions and sorry, I'm not legally allowed to tell you about them. Uh, but I can tell you about this yarn. Hooray! Uh, so this is yarn that I got that is for one of the really large commissions I have coming up. It's from Nitpicks and it's their alpaca cloud lace weight. Uh, It's 100% baby alpaca, and it's really soft. (laughs) Like, wow. It's going to be so drapey and luscious. Mm -hmm. And the colorway name is Oscar, and it's like a very Merlot, like uh, deep red kind of purpley color. All of those, that whole line of yarns, the names were all very much like Victorian they were yeah they're like from down abbey there's some jane austen names that like there's a bennett in there and Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so they they have that makes me think oscar wilde Mm -hmm. yeah i think that's probably what it's supposed to be Mm -hmm. uh so yeah this will be a thing it's not the pattern's not coming out until july (laughs) so (laughs) i'm i'm gonna wind this up tonight and you won't see it again until july (laughs) but it did come in the mail here it is nice and i have three skeins of it and it's so they're 50 gram skeins yes but it's 440 yards because it's lace weight i know i don't actually know if i need three but nitpicks is nice and lets me request a little bit more to err on the side of having too much stuff. Excellent. Mm-hmm. What so other yarn now. did you get? I didn't get any other yarn, oh. but I do have a couple other things that I wanted to show you. Um, so my brother-in-law actually uh, dropped something off for me today, and he is really into um, the Name of the Wind book series by Patrick Rothfuss, and so is my husband. And uh, he they do this world builders like charity thing every year and they like make themed items and it all goes to charity. So my brother-in-law just like buys things for people that he thinks they will like it. And cause he wants to give money to the charity and he got me a cross stitch kit. Ooh. Yeah. So it has a quote from the book mm-hmm. that says all the truth in the world is held in stories. And it has like little swirls around it mm-hmm. and it came with a hoop. A wood hoop see. and the eight of cloth and all of the threads. Nice. So now I have a little cross-stitched kit and I was thinking maybe I'll do it and then give it back to brother-in-law as a present. Like, hey, there you go. Now you can hang this on your wall. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's also nice. Like, though I am the slowest cross-stitcher in the world, this will take me no time at all. Yeah, that, that one looks like it'll go pretty quick. It's got very lots small. of white space. It's mm-hmm. it's pretty much just letters with a cute border. Yep. Yeah. So mm-hmm. that's kind of fun. That was a kind of a fun surprise. And nice. one, I have two more things to show you. One of them is my uh, 
really cute fake glasses that I just wanted to try on for you. So to be an election officer, I ordered some, I don't wear glasses. I have like better than 2020 vision, but I, uh, sorry, (laughs) I ordered some fake non-prescription glasses to wear uh, as like a face shield situation. Protect your mucous membranes. To protect my mucous membranes. And I also thought (laughs) that I'll probably use them for a photo shoot sometime uh, to just Mm -hmm. change up the styling for a photo shoot. But I really like them. I kind of wish I needed to wear them because they're really cute. (laughs) Yeah, they are really cute. I like Mm -hmm. them. I'll probably continue to wear them around sometimes during COVID to protect my mucous membranes. Mm Mm-hmm. And one more thing I have, which is actually exciting for Coven members because I got two of them and one of them is for a future giveaway or a prize. So I ordered from Forest Charm Mm -hmm. on Etsy and I believe she's Forest Charm on Instagram as well. And she makes really cute witchy stitch markers and she uses real crystals and gemstones uh as part of the stitch markers so this is a little moon progress keeper with a little moonstone bead gorgeous and her packaging is really cute she's got these stamps and she's like got a little washi tape taping down the back thing so i got two of these same moon ones very cute i love it yeah they're fun and they came in this cute little bag and there's a little tea bag in the bag. And hmm. this is her business card. Forest Very Charm. Nice. Yes. Forest Charm. Oh, Woolenforestknits at gmail.com. And her IG is woolen.forest. Nice. Yes. And she is, I believe, a uh, Korean-American maker. Yeah. Since you posted about her, I started following her. Yeah. She makes really cute things. She had all sorts of super adorable charms in that update so mm-hmm. there were cute little pumpkins and stuff pumpkins. pumpkins yeah and she also makes uh like stitch markers that aren't uh lobster clasps that are like solid rings for mm-hmm. non-removable ones so there's all sorts nice. of different stuff for people but yeah i thought her packaging cool. was really adorable nice i have one teeny little acquisition cool I- Went out to my local fun shop, woman-owned artist shop, Wildwood Maker Market, and I got a little Rhodia journal. Nice. I like Rhodia. I think their paper's nice. I only really know of them because I used to work at that shop. <laughs> it's the one that's connected to our yarn shop, but it's a little like half half size journal. Actually, I think it's like a quarter sheet size. It's like a quarter of the size of a sheet of paper, but it's shiny and silvery and i put a little black cat sticker on the background or on the back of it it's yeah a very holographic black kitty and it's got little balls of yarn and cans of tuna and fish bones and i just wanted a little journal because i'm trying to do like daily meditations um meditations but like just daily mindfulness and journaling and this is what i bought that for i like it I like it too. It's making me happy. And I was stressed out the day of the election. So I started doing my little, my little mindfulness practice that day and it's helping. That's It's good. certainly not hurting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so that's that. 
Cool. Do you want to talk about Occult Corner for the day now? Yeah. So today is Guy Fox Day, so we thought we'd talk about that. Remember, remember, the 5th of November. For gunpowder, treason, and plot. Because I see no reason that gunpowder and treason should ever be forgot. Yes, I have a bit of an Anglophile bent in me. So for those of you who don't know, Guy Fawkes Day, otherwise known as Bonfire Night, is a English holiday. I always get confused whether I'm saying the right thing when I'm saying English or British. I do too. I think both are applicable. Mm-hmm. It's definitely an English holiday. Mm-hmm. And it started in 1605 when Guy Fawkes, a um, terrorist or freedom fighter, depending on how you see it, tried to blow up Parliament. Yes. And he was caught and his plan did not succeed. But there were barrels of gunpowder under Parliament. Yeah. And so um, in the years following that, they had bonfires and burned Guy Fox in effigy to support their monarchy, which is not problematic at all. And that is that tradition. It's definitely had less of a political take in modern times and as bonfire night now it's kind of like fourth of july like yes it has political meanings to it but it's more an excuse to light some things on fire and have a good time with your friends in between that too um so it carried strong protestant uh overtones and it became known for uh, anti-Catholic sentiment. And uh, in fact, they even would burn effigies of the Pope for a while there as part of it. So fun. So Mm -hmm. peaceful. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And it, in like the 1850s, they, it kind of stopped being anti-Catholic and about the Pope. And that's where it has changed to more just like, we like fire tonight for fun. So, yeah, uh, but even when it came over to North America, it was known as Pope Day for a while by settlers. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. I definitely like to celebrate by having a fire of some sort. Uh, We have a wood-burning stove, so that could be a fire in our fireplace. But if not, we have a fire pit, which is a large metal barrel where we burn things in our backyard. (laughs) Nice. Um, And a a fire is had in our household on November 5th, most years, for certain. We also, I will definitely be watching V for Vendetta tonight, which is one of my favorites. My favorite comic book writers, my favorite movies. Mm -hmm. And if you are not familiar with V for Vendetta, the Guy Fawkes mask is a big thing from that movie. V is wearing a Guy Fawkes mask the whole time. I have never mm-hmm. actually seen the movie, just by loving the Wachowskis. And I don't know how I haven't seen that movie, really. Uh, but I did read the graphic novel, mm-hmm. The Youth, so I'm familiar with yeah. it. Yeah. I can't imagine that I didn't read the graphic novel because Alan Moore is one of my favorite. I mean, he's everybody's favorite graphic novel writer. He's um, somebody who did The Watchmen Mm-hmm. as well as a Swamp Thing, but he's most known for The Watchmen and V for Vendetta and From Hell. But uh, V for Vendetta is definitely, it turns Guy Fox, who is, you know, the villain of the holiday into the hero of the story. It's very uh, anti-fascist. Yes. It is definitely, V for Vendetta is an anti-fascist graphic novel and movie. The movie is directed by the Wachowskis, who made The Matrix, which is awesome, and Sense8, just visionary women directors. We love them. Yes. 
I really appreciate the stance uh, the Wachowskis have publicly taken on the co-opting of the Matrix by right-wing conspiracy theorists. Because mm-hmm, that's not their jam. Yeah, they're they're not into that. I, I saw a great one. I, I want to say it was one of the some people very into the whole well, right-wing conspiracy. Red pilling has become a term to be like right. when, when you get woke to drunk trump conspiracies it's <laughs> when you've been red pilled which is a term invented by the matrix it's like only from that right so. and i saw yeah there were two like republican pundits doing saying some red pill stuff and i think it was lana wikowski just responded back to them on twitter it's just you <laughs> oh that one might have to get bleeped out sorry future emily it's okay i got i got bleep skills <laughs> nice but yeah the Matrix is not cool with fascism. Don't let the right wing think that they are cool with it. Do they know that like that series was made by two trans women who are like super progressive? I are they aware? I'm not certain that they are aware. <laughs> oh, tragedy. Tragedy. Yep. So if you're I don't can't imagine anybody's listening to this the day of. That's impossible. But that's not I hope how you it had, works. <laughs> that's not how it works. I hope you guys all had a wonderful Guy Fox day and that you got to burn some stuff safely. Light things on fire safely. Safely. Mm-hmm. And I think we'll leave it there for our cold <laughs> corner. Mm-hmm. Did you have any shameless self-promotion this week? No. I did a bunch of natural dyeing last Ooh. week, and I will have all that in the shop for this weekend's update. Sunday the 8th at 9 a.m. is when I usually have updates, Sundays at 9. But I did avocado dyeing, and I did onion skin dyeing, which are the, those are just the kitchen scraps that are good for dyeing that I use commonly. But uh, I really wanted to, like, totally exhaust the dye stock, and it took me, like, several days of working on this slowly to dye up all this fiber. So I was able to get a couple skeins of yarn. So I got this one turned out to be a really dark, dusty rose. So I'll have this vintage rose looking uh, chunky weight avocado dyed yarn here, just a couple skeins. Yep, it turned out very vivid. Yeah, very vivid. It's very vintage rose. I love it. And then I have all the fiber I dyed pretty much exclusively is on my organic Polworth base. So I have three braids of three, four ounce braids of avocado dyed. And they turned out a really nice, cool mauve pink, Mm -hmm. all pretty similar. And actually I did, and I was trying to exhaust the dye pot. I did one skein of the superwash sock. So it's a sock merino nylon, superwash merino nylon and bamboo blend. Nice. I have one of this and it's a very light baby pink, like with khaki undertones. So I have that braid. I have the biggest, squishiest box of fiber down here. It's just so delightful. Like, I wish I was like a little kitten who could just jump in there and nap. Yeah. And I have two different shades of onion skin dyed fiber. I have a, and this is again, all on the organic Polworth, which is a truly luscious base. Ooh. I have a darker one, which is like a sunflower yellow, and then a lighter one, which is like a buttery yellow. Yeah. yeah. All just slightly tonal, but mostly solid. And they smell woolly and delicious. So okay. if, you, if you are interested in some naturally dyed fiber for spinning or felting or whatnot, I got you next Sunday. Hooray! Hooray! That's, That's all I got. Nice. Yeah. 
there might be a skein or a braid of avocado dyed fiber that's set aside for you. Ooh. Yeah. Eyebrow wiggles. Turned out not exactly the same as the others, but still lovely. They're all very pretty. I, I'm impressed with how uh, colorful that yarn is. Yeah, I was too. It was surprising. Cool. That's all I got to sell you this week. Sweets. I got nothing to sell you. Awesome. Well, that's about it for us. Thanks so much for hanging out for another week of the Fiber Coven podcast. If you're looking for us around the internet, I'm Valkyrie underscore fibers on Instagram, as well as Valkyrie Fibers Tahoe on Etsy. Awesome. And I am Kitty with a Cupcake on Instagram, as well as Kitty with a Cupcake on Ravelry. And if you go to my Instagram, you can find my PayHip store as well if you are not using Ravelry. Excellent. And we're also available together as Fiber Coven on Patreon. Yes. You can We'd love to have you patron us there. Yeah, support the show there. If you're listening to us on audio format, if you join our Patreon at the $7 tier, you can watch videos of us recording. And I don't uh, edit the videos, so there's like bloopers, they're a little bit longer, and you can see all the stuff we're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then if you like this and want more, there's also our office hours, which is us answering Q&As and talking about business stuff. More yeah. of this sort of content. Mm-hmm. Hooray. Well, Hooray. Until, until next week then, Kevin, have a great time and keep making fiber magic.